Welcome to another episode of the Portable Magic Dispenser. My name is Lucas Maxwell and I'm the librarian at Glenthorne High School. This is a podcast for your school library, public library, whatever library. Hopefully uh, these are helpful to you. These are short podcasts about working in a library, things I've noticed, things that maybe have helped me or things that have worked and I hope they help you out a little bit. Today is about uh, what they call prospective parents evening here in the UK. I think it's like open night, whatever. It's just when parents can come and check out the school and wander around and they come in the library and they go all over the school, of course. But these are things that I've done over the last um, eight years that hopefully uh, have held ahead of a good success this year uh, with with an activity that I'll go over. But I'm just going to say the things that we do, and hopefully you'll find them interesting or helpful. And because the the feedback on the library is always really positive, not just because I feel like it's a nice-looking space. Um, It is, but there's also activities that we do, and this year was really busy. I think it was 2,000 people, and... It was from you know five to nine twenty roughly at night, nonstop. Uh, the school organized these amazing tour guides with students, so students brought in the families in groups, and that helped a lot rather than just having, you know, wandering parents wandering around loose through the school loose. Um, it just was more organized, and it meant that I could speak to groups of maybe two or three tour guides at a time. Uh, and then repeat that um, many, many, many times. But it was it was cool because we had some really interesting things happen this year, in my opinion. So the first thing I do is create a book list of, and it's just called books um, uh, books to read before you come to Glenthorne. You know, just recommended books, and I find them quite. I find it quite useful. So for them, uh, is what I'm trying to say. Sorry. So they find it quite useful. And I just make a little flyer, like a two-sided flyer with maybe 30 book covers on it. And it just says, books to read before you come to Glenthorne. And that was a huge hit. I mean, I did not have 2,000 of them, of course. We are really reducing our paper consumption in a good way. And I only printed off, I think I printed off 100. And that was just what I did. But I gave them, um, I told them to check out the, uh, the the blog and stuff like that. And I gave them everything that they could they could access it because I'm going to put it on the blog, and um, but they're really popular, so they love that. And like, what what should my child read before they come uh, to the school? And just handing them out uh, and doing that. And um, the other thing is that I did was I I try to set up like a mini station that represents everything we do in the library. So on Friday afternoons we have a makerspace it's more of a passive programming kind of makerspace at this point where they can access board games lego kiva planks uh connects jenga anything they're they're doing all sorts of stuff there's a little bit circuitry kits that they've worked out how to do i take a little little training but um that's really fun and so i just had all this lego set up because the you know the inevitable happens in that Parents are coming with young children because they're there to, like, should my child come to this school? And I have a Lego station set up that just says, um, can you build a scene from your favorite book? Of course, they don't have to do that. But, um, 
it's just okay the children can run over there and 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 access that play with that and it's a lot of fun and then next to it i had um a book club assigned that represents our book club to discuss what we we do and in front of that i simply had bookmarks that were uh blank bookmarks with like some patterns on them that they could color in and i just left out coloring pencils again a huge hit they were you know accessing that all night long sending their children over hey we'll go play with that go do that and then they could speak to me or wander around on their own and then they knew their child was safe and having fun and it was something for them to do um so I try to have something interactive is what I'm trying to say in the past I didn't do this just I didn't do this this year because I didn't uh I wasn't fast enough on the ball but I've talked before about passive programming and about blackboard paper which is this just sticky black uh kind of thick rubbery paper that you can stick almost anywhere and you can write on it with either with markers or with chalk but it, uh, the chalk it gets messy but so I I really recommend um like window markers i think they're called they're this those markers you can write on windows with etc or black blackboard markers whatever they're called and i just had like a sentence you know it's complete this sentence a world without books would be blah 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 or uh name your favorite book or something just something they could write on i mean that's pretty basic stuff and i also had i didn't have this this year but i've done that in the past and that was popular um i also had a uh, on the whiteboard um coming in it was um, six book covers, and I just had vote for your favorite, and they enjoyed doing that. They filled that up as well. So I had those two things. Um, in addition, I had great uh, resources from Jared Lettner, who's an American kind of comic book artist, uh, author, speaker. I'll put a link to his resources in the in the notes. And he has these amazing things that um, you can do, which is like complete this comic or finish this comic. It's just like a ghost looking frightened or um, pictures of spiders dangling from the top of the page. And then they look terrified and it just says, why are these spiders so scared? Um, Finish this story type thing. I had those in the um, comic book club slash manga club um, table. And they, again, a huge hit. Uh, little quizzes that they enjoyed taking. Uh, really popular and a lot of fun. So, again, they, they, they spent a lot of time uh, doing that. The other thing I've done in the past, we, we're lucky we have like a screen in the library. So I made like a rotating um, PowerPoint. I used to use something called Powtoon, which I really recommend actually. Again, I just didn't have time to do it. But a Powtoon is a is a you can use it for free, and it essentially creates really cool animations and transitions between slides. Um, it's a little bit of a learning curve, in my opinion, to figure out how to use. But you can add music and cool graphics and just to advertise stuff. And I just had that on constant rotation to highlight all the things we do on the screen as parents walked in, and that was popular. But my issue with that is that I had to listen to the same song from Powtoon for four hours and I thought I was going to go crazy. So uh, I just didn't do it this year. What I decided to do was have a little quiz at the ready and do all the promotion um, using my own brain and mouth. <laughs> standing, uh, standing and speaking to groups, explaining everything we do in the library talking about the library lessons and things like that and it was really just a matter of greeting everybody i mean this is basic stuff but 
um, passing out the the pamphlets. I had bookmarks also printed off with like just book recommendations. I created a big display as, on the door as you come in that just says um, books to read this year. And we were asking, you know, um, we were recommending that they they check those books out. And and the and the parents were really engaged with them. And we have some really great books on there. Books like uh, the Book of Secrets by Alex Dunn, which is uh, an amazing fantasy adventure based around Irish uh, folklore. These fairies come to a town called Clonbridge, and they steal uh, this girl. This girl named Cat. They steal her baby brother, uh, reminiscent of like Labyrinth in that way. And she has she and this boy have to travel to this fairy Feywild horror dimension and bring you bring them bring their siblings back that have been kidnapped. Uh, there's some truly terrifying creatures in that uh, novel, and it is an amazing story. So anyway, check out uh, The Book of Secrets by Alex Dunn, and Rules for Vampires by Alex Fawkes, which is another really cool, if you like Skullduggery Pleasant, if you like uh, uh, a series of unfortunate events. It's about this vampire named Leo, and she gets herself into all kinds of trouble because there's these rules that she has to adhere to to keep the balance between the living and the, and the undead, and she breaks the rules. and. Uh, is really cool, beautifully illustrated as well. But two really talented uh, authors there to check out. And I, I spent four hours, four and a half hours, um, talking about these books and other books, of course, and um, giving out these things. So it was hugely popular, and um, people were wanting to stay. In my opinion, they were wanting to stay, even though you know you did have to keep them moving because there was a lot of people uh, coming through. And the big thing that, in my opinion, was the most popular was something that I, I did not expect to happen until the last minute. So a student approached me who plays Dungeons and Dragons um, on a you know every you know, twice a week, and said, "Oh, sir, I made up a um, a home homemade homebrew dungeon. Um, can I run it during parents' evening to see if anyone wants to come?" And I was like, "Oh, that's amazing! This was in the afternoon." of parents evening so I, I went to the year 11s who are amazing and I play D&D with uh, twice a week and I was like look it's last minute but if you guys want to come I spoke to them at a break time said you guys can come after school you can play Dungeons and Dragons while the parents are coming through and it'll be like a live demonstration of really what is our most popular program and of course they were uh, most of them were fine with that <laughs> and they I'm, I'm not exaggerating, play Dungeons and Dragons from 4 p.m. to 9.15 p.m. without a break, even though I offered breaks multiple times. <laughs> would say, you guys okay? How's it going? They did not want to stop. And the student who ran it was absolutely amazing. And what it did was um, a lot of the younger kids who came in, they, they were like, oh, is that from, you know, they'd heard of strength. I like, young kids who are, in my, like, I'm sounding like an old man, but kids who are too young to in my opinion watch stranger things they know of it they can't escape it and they want to know what this is and our students who play D&D are so cool they're just um they stopped playing of course and had kids uh to describe the game to them what it's like how to play some kids were actually sitting down and rolling dice you know in for them and it generated so much discussion as the parents crowded around this table to watch our students play Dungeons and Dragons. Of course, I was jealous because I wanted to play as well. But uh, it was—I mean, I've, ne I've never done that, and it was off the cuff and completely amazing. And one of our students, um, 
decided to do a very impromptu live reading of a D and D style book, and you know it was popular. People applauded. There was applause at the end. It, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was, um, you know, a bit uh, rambunctious, I guess. It, got, it was a little rowdy at times, in, in a good way. Uh, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It made it. It made the time fly by because I kept checking in with them to make sure they were okay. You know, just needed anything or how the game was running. I was really interested in learning the game that they were doing, like where they were and hearing the story. And I could hear them laughing constantly. So I knew that they were having fun, which is all that matters. And the parents saw them having uh, having fun. So that made it very interesting. I had a lot of positive discussions about the game and some really positive discussions with parents who came in who have students who play D&D in the library but also have younger siblings who might come to the school. So having that um, set up, I'm not saying you have to do that, but if you have the opportunity to have student helpers in to do something that is representative of your library, um, even it doesn't have to be for five hours, but it, it just even to show them well, how things work, what they do, uh, I really recommend if, if you can uh, do that. And I really promoted our comic book section as well. I really put emphasis on that and tried to have it all set up in a way where they could see, uh, you know, I tr we try to do it every day, but it, it's so messy in a good way because the students are constantly rifling through it. But I, I really wanted to emphasize the importance of comics um, and because I think a lot of parents coming in and no, just because they've been conditioned to think so that comic books don't count as reading and that they are kind of lesser, lesser than. So I did a lot of um, talk on comic books and graphic novels and, and, and manga and how popular they are without a doubt the the manga this the last two three weeks here at school how long have we been back i don't know i can't remember um <laughs> anyway the manga is definitely up there number one so i i discuss that a lot and I know people will have. I would love to hear what other people do because I know there's there's more. I, I I wanted to do a um like a would you rather two jars would you rather do this or that and have them vote. But I had the book cover voting. I think having them interact with the space is important. So I know other librarians do way more amazing things, but it's just um those that's what we did this time. And I I would say for me it was my my favorite one. I've done nine. Uh, parents evening prospective parents evenings and this is my favorite one ever just because uh, mainly because of those D&D &D guys because they were so cool and made the time fly and made it um, so lively and alive it brought the library alive it wasn't just me standing there with a big grin on my face telling everything everybody what we do over and over it was um, <laughs> just parents laughing as they overheard this game going on and talking to the students about what they're doing and how great the game was and the students of course were just really positive about the library space and yeah it made it was 110% different than any other parents evening that I've ever done so uh, those are the things I would recommend you do if you don't do them already so I hope that was helpful it's another short one but a few ideas for your next prospective parents evening and that is it for today I hope you enjoy it and uh, take care I'll talk to you next time